Okay, everybody. New fantasy season is upon us. I promise this. This is my pre-draft rankings. These rankings are not based on anyone's roster that they could potentially keep. Not at all. This is just on what do I think happened to their life since the last season that may affect them going to this season. Uh, so I'm going to give my list. You know, comment down below. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe my Patreon, my OnlyFans. Um, hit me up on Kickstarter. I'm on Fiverr. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. All right, we're going to start from the top here. Number one, this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody. We all know who should be going in. Nope, not me. That's what you're probably thinking. It's actually Nick Tarda. He won last year, so we obviously know he has the skills. He's our only two-time winner. All right, there's only been three winners. He's the only one that done it twice. And I mean, he just has the skills. He has the know-how. And if there had to be a superlative, we would say obsessed. Probably dangerously so obsessed. And I don't think this is gonna, you know, be a healthy thing for him, but you know, he's a contender. He sets the bar. Now what happened in his life since last season? One, he may be buying a house, okay? Now, you might say, oh, David, maybe that's going to take time away. No, whatever. This guy is going to be painting walls and just thinking, you know, who should I add? Who needs to be added to my bench slot? Like, what needs to happen? So, I think a guy's just obsessed. It's a clear 1-1. Yeah, I go Nick Tarda, but, you know, the rest of the list might surprise you. All right. Big number two. Big contender. Got to shout out the person that was so close Yet so far, it actually really close. Uh, Jared, he's unofficially won back before the pre-merge, back before we had an integrated league. Um, so obviously we don't count that, but his skills are there. I think he's pretty much been in every playoff. I'm not really sure. I think he's been in like maybe multiple finals. Not really sure. I don't do any research for this. Um, but besides that, I... Don't hear about his life at all besides talking about fantasy basketball. I don't know where he's living. I um, don't know what he does for a living. I literally know nothing about him other than fantasy basketball. And I think that's an advantage. I think his life is fantasy basketball and the Cowboys. So, oh, and the Mets. Is he a Mets fan, right? Yeah. Okay. His life is sports. And I think that helps him in a fantasy sport setting so gonna go fantasy number two power rankings guy go jared shout out big tall man don't think i've seen you since college two all right this third pick is gonna shock some people and i want you to make sure you're sitting down right now who i think is gonna be right up there with the best i'm calling these people like you know we had nick we had jared this guy's the last guy in that tier of, you know, you just got to believe he's there. And that person is Alex Cardazzi, a.k.a. the professor, a.k.a. Mr. Basketball, a.k.a. he does math real well, a.k.a. the salamander. All right. Now, I know what you're thinking. David, Alex is a perennial loser. He's a nothing. He's garbage. He's slime. He's a little pig boy. I think the same things, too. But you have to remember what changed in his life. One, he got an actual job for the first time in his adult life. The man's probably like 27, 
So he finally figured it out. Two, guess what that job is? Professor of maths. Three, guess what's changed in mathematics in the past hundred years? Absolutely fucking nothing. So what does that mean? Four? That means he doesn't have to do shit. He's just going to sit up there, do some bullshit and make the kids do work. And that leads me to the most important point. Number five, he is going to use his children that are under his care. May God bless their souls. And he's going to use them to help out his fantasy basketball team. He's going to be having them run analytics. He's going to be having them doing simulations, running scenarios, things like that. He's probably going to have proxies of us in his classroom to help, you know, think out trades and where the potential can the league can go. All right. He's a danger. And I, I think I'm lowballing him putting at three, but I just can't put him any higher without, you know, seeing what he can perform. But I mean, he's the number one guy to watch out for. He might see a dark horse run putting Alex big number three. Oof. It's a tough list so far. And it's only going to get tougher as we break down who's actually terrible at this league. All right. We're on to number four. Got a twofer at number four. Why is it a twofer? It's a two-coached team. They have two owners. Owner number one. Let's talk about him. Ricky, Big Rick. What's changed in his life? Okay. He's buying a house. Not only a house. It's a lake house. Okay. And I've seen a lake. And let me tell you what. Big. What else? He has a dog, which he loves and probably loves too much. Cuddles him. But forget that. That's not important. Rick, we all know, was never the most important part of the team. He actually does jack shit. Because Zach is the one that's driving the team. And he's the one that's really putting the pressure to the metal. He's the one that reason that they've been in contention. Rick is dog shit. Obviously, we know Zach is the real mastermind. But what happened in Zach's life? I, you might be thinking, well, David, did he got married. And then he got married again. That's true. And I have an inside source. He does not plan on getting married for a third time. So what does that mean? That means no wedding to plan. That, I mean, that's pretty much it. So he's not going to be planning a wedding. He's married. I mean, obviously, we know the progression of life. You know, you're single, you're dating, you're engaged. Oh, Ricky got engaged, but like, whatever. Again, he's dog shit. doesn't matter. Um, and then Zach got married. And then after you married, what happens that? You die. Zach has nothing else to live for. Absolutely nothing. So what's he going to do? He's going to focus on this. Because again, married, died. So I'm really thinking that this is going to be his season. I don't know what he's going to be able to pull out. I don't know. You know, the biggest thing is Ricky might drag him down. Which, you know, that's why they're at four. Otherwise, maybe they're at one. I don't know. So number four, Ricky and Zach. Number four. Big five. Everybody wants to be top five. You know who the top four is. And if you're not in it, you want to be in the top five. Because after that, I mean, if you're not top five, what are you? That being said, there can only be one person to fill out the five spot. He might not be someone you're thinking of. But he's someone that actually we think of a lot. Why? Because without him, we wouldn't even be here right now. I'm not talking about God. Forget God. There is no God in fantasy basketball. There's only one. Jordan Elam. And he's our number five spot. Okay? Five. Now, I know what you're saying. David, just like Alex. Jordan has done anything. He's actually terrible. He's actively a bad manner. And every year it's injuries, injuries, injuries. And he blames things and, you know, everything like that. So, you know, what's going to be any different? I'll tell you what's going to be different. 
Jordan also got engaged. Now, you might be thinking some logic, but David, you just said that like, you know, Zach's wedding planning, like that, like now he doesn't have the wedding plan, it's gonna be more time and like that's an advantage. Why won't Jordan's wedding planning be a disadvantage? That's fine, but let's be honest. Meryl's making all the decisions at the wedding. Two, the real downfall of Jordan that we've had every year is that he gets frustrated. Not by his team, not by like other scores or like how the week's going. He gets frustrated by us as members of the league. Why? Because we're very, very annoying. Jeremy especially, shout out. Are we going to be less annoying? Is Jeremy going to be less of a dick with his dumb trades and his rule breaking? Absolutely not. We all expect that. So what's going to happen? Meryl is going to be a calming presence. Okay? He's gonna, she's going to rub his bald head and be like, Jordan, it's going to be okay. And then that will help him focus on his team. I think it's a big come up year for him. I'm putting him at number five. Shout out, Jordan. Shout out, our commissioner. RIP, respect. I don't know why I said RIP. RIP, Norm McDonald, the only one that knew what Norm McDonald was. So, you know, you got to put him in the five spot for that. Five spot, Jordan Elam. Now we get to the dumpster dive. Now, who is good enough to be number six? As we all know in fantasy, the sixth team, they get to make the playoffs. They get a shot. Then they get knocked out by the first place team pretty much all the time. But who will be number six on our pre-draft power rankings? Well, spoiler alert. I'm standing in a shower right now. It's Jeremy Barbara. Now, why Jeremy? You know, honestly, I didn't know. He felt like he was going to have an average year. He has never missed the playoffs, according to him. I didn't stat check that. But, eh, I think he might do it. I don't know. Um, he's going to work real hard. We all know, I mean, his job right now is basically YouTube. So, like, as a distraction, like, normally in our normal jobs, like, we, like, doing work on Excel and things like that. And then we use YouTube as a distraction. His job, he needs Excel as a distraction. He likes numbers. So I think as a diversion from work, he's going to pay attention to the league, league this year. We'll see what he does. I'm going to put him at the six. Again, never missed the playoffs, so I put him in the last playoff spot. That just makes sense. We'll see. I'm just going to get into it. Number seven, that's me. Uh, I'm pretty good. I've won a championship before. Um, but eh, then I kind of got shitty. Turns out getting Donovan Mitchell in his rookie year for not a lot of money and then keeping him the next year um, for not a lot of money is a good combination to winning a championship. So I don't even know who's on my team this year. Don't know who I'm keeping, but, eh, you know, I don't really have an actual job that does, like, requires actual work. I don't have a busy season this year because I changed jobs, so that might be more time. Maybe I'll get lazier because of it. We'll see. But, yeah, number seven, me. Number nine, fine as wine, gotta go, Mike Thumb. Now you might be saying, David, you're kind of lowballing Mike. I thought he was pretty good at the league. Yeah, it might be. But you have to remember a couple things. One, advanced analytics, he's the only person that lives on the West Coast. That's a disadvantage, all right? We're an East Coast league, all right? It's a lot of traveling back to forth, you know, like whatever like that. Can't get that recovery time in, so that's a disadvantage. Two, I don't know, he just, you know, he might be coming back to the East Coast, but, like, that's going to hamper his ability to, like, do analytics because he's going to be actually, like, finding places to live or finding a new job. So, like, that's kind of tough. Um, again, he might not, and he might just stay there. We don't know. Um, so a lot of things up in the air. He might go down to North Carolina uh, and live with his family there. 
And then, like, I mean, he's probably not going to be focused on the league. He's just going to be eating his mom's cooking, which is really good. Um, or just drinking. Um, yeah, so I got to put him at nine. I don't think he's going to have a good year. I think he's just going to be like, ah, oh, like, whatever for this league. He, he's raising this IHOP punishment and stuff like that. I really think he just wants to eat a lot of IHOP. And, uh, yeah, he's at number nine. All right, nine, ten. We got another twofer, and the twofer is gonna be the lawyers. I'll put, um, oh no, ten, nine, ten, eleven, ten, eleven. Uh, at ten, we'll put Alex. At eleven, we'll put Danny. Um, uh, like Alex before, they're actually joining the workforce at however old they are. So, like, they finally figure their life out. That being said, their job, unlike Alex, which is like feet up, toes in the sand, they actually have to do things, which is probably like defraud people and make the light, like the world terrible place because they're gonna be lawyers. So that's gonna take a lot of their time and energy, Danny especially, because like, I think he's gonna be doing a lot of like, you know, some focus enhancing, you know, uppers that are gonna make him focus on work and not fantasy basketball. But if I'm wrong about that, then, you know, he might have a banner year. So we'll see on that one, but they're definitely gonna have no time to focus on the league. They won't care at all, so, yep. Uh, 10 and 11. Uh, yeah, can't hate number eight, mostly because I don't know anything about him. JJ, never met him, I don't think, my entire life. Never interacted within the league. I don't think he's ever even sent me a trade offer. So, yeah, number eight, JJ, yep, he's in our league. So, you're number eight. I mean, you know who it's going to be at this point. Number 12, Zach R. Never seen him before in my life. I think if Alex wasn't around, he would never even think about, like, you know, messaging the commissioner and say, where's the league at? He didn't care at all. You know why? Because he's just not around. He just doesn't care. He's barely in the league. I'm not going to vote him out this year. I'm not going to, you know, put that to the council. But someone probably could, and they would get my vote. Um, don't know him. Never met him. We still think it might just be an Alex account part two. So, yeah, Zach R. Number 12. And that's going to round out our power rankings list. Again, didn't look at anyone's roster. Don't know anything about anyone. Um, just, you know, what I know about their lives and how it's going to affect their season. Uh, look forward to seeing you out there. Draft date has been set for uh, November 28th. Um, so November 28th, please sign into ESPN. We're going back to an ESPN league. Um, and Venmo me $20 buy-ins. Thank you. Goodbye.